T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Football Friday on The Fan. Block somebody! This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to them. The Fan. Do it, my friend. We are in the divisional round. I feel I get so, so many feelings. I'm catching, I'm catching feelings over the divisional round. Oh, yeah, buddy. It's divisional round football, man. Woo! This is where the games get really good. And we had a great, the the super wild card weekend uh, was super duper. Uh, What is that? Hey, Rust, dial it up. If I had my drop board. Super duper play. Super duper big play. Super duper big play. Yes. I want more <gasps> of those. You know what? Super duper big play. I have a super duper big play of the week. Ooh. And we will get to him as part of our pickups. Let's go. <clears throat> All right. Last week, we were getting our feelers out there. Um, I went two and four. My wins... Were the New York Football Giants as a road dog over Minnesota, and then Dallas as a road favorite over Tampa? Uh, the other ones I sucked. Yeah, Danny, you had the Jags. Go Jags! And the Cowboys. Yes. Other than that, you sucked. I sucked. Uh, I, I trusted Kirk Cousins more than I trusted Daniel Jones, and I made a mistake. Yeah, I sucked harder than the both of you. Boy, that's a drop. Uh, you went one and five, and yeah. uh, your Jags were your only win. Yeah. Knocking out one of my AFC championship teams. The Chargers. Oh, if you want to know who's got their AFC conference championship game still alive. It's not me, and it's not him, so I'm guessing uh, it's you. No, Danny, you have the Bengals playing uh, nobody because you had the Chargers. Yeah, I had the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams were already eliminated like week two. Mm-hmm. You, you still have the 49ers in, though. And your Super Bowl is still alive. Though. I Bengals Niners. Bengals Niners. I'm still still on bar. Okay. Uh, my conference championship game still alive. Nope. Not no because I have the nope. Bills beating the Bengals. Yep. That can't that's, happen. That's They're playing the work. divisional round. And then I have the Niners playing the Rams. Uh, but I do have Bills Niners. You're still alive. Super Bowl still alive. Rust. You're still alive. You got the Bills beating the Chargers and the Rams falling to the Eagles. You got Bills Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Boy, we really liked the Rams, didn't we? We did. We did. Well, Turns why should, out why thinking we have? Super Bowl champion loading up for this, the next season was going to be okay. 
It was not. Losing six offensive linemen will do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. And your quarterback with mm. a neck injury. Goodness gracious. All right, let's get to him uh, this week. Uh, we've got, we're picking all of them. We've got all four games here. Uh, luck be a lady. <clears throat> I'll get this party started. Do it. What I'm going with the road dog. <laughs> I got the Jacksonville Jaguars catching nine points against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win. The Chiefs win comfortably. Um, but nine is a lot. We're talking about divisional round playoff game here. Um, I, I like the Jacksonville Jaguars to cover nine. I do not feel great about this game whatsoever. I, I ended the show yesterday saying mm-hmm. that's one game I just can't wrap my head around. And that's it. Nine is a massive number. But it was eight and a half yesterday. And the eight and a half really put my brain in a pretzel. Nine pushed me over. As soon as, you get, the, as, soon as you get to the nine, I, I, I did the exact same thing. I took the nine. As good as the Chiefs are, they're methodical. They aren't blow you out of the water with game-breaking plays over and over and over again. And this is the question. Can Trevor Lawrence be more second-half and not first-half guy? That's the big question. I am going to take the Jags solely because of that. Because functionally, the Jazz are the Jazz. The Jags are an okay team. They don't have any giant holes on the on the roster. Would that be a road dog you're taking? It is a road dog. <laughs> and so I'm going to follow in behind them, and I'm going to take the Jags again Let's go. Uh, to cover, not to win. Yeah, the Chiefs. They have not won. Real big against good teams lately. Five of their last six uh, uh, games, they've been one-score games. Um, you know, they might wind up teaching the Jags a playoff lesson, but I'm still going to lean on Trevor Lawrence's Saturday record. Jags to cover. Uh, the Chiefs will still win, though. All right. Wow, you're 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 just packing it in on your favorite team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. All right. They're just going to get outmatched this weekend. Uh, that game, one thirty on NBC. After that, on Fox. 5:15, the Giants head to the Philadelphia Eagles, Lincoln Financial Field. You want to talk about drunkest stadium on planet Earth? Go to Lincoln Financial Field on Saturday night. It's a Saturday. Not one of those folks in that stadium has to go to work on Sunday. They're going to have 12 hours to get nice and lubed up. Oh, they are going to be. Look, look I hope. Uh, who with This game's Fox. I don't know. Who, uh, Pam Oliver, are they going to put her on the sidelines for this? Aaron Andrews, who's on the sideline for this? Just give her a breathalyzer and just have her hold it up in the air. <laughs> and I, <laughs> that bad boy's going to register. The stadium collectively the stadium. will be legally drunk. The stadium won't be able to drive, baby. That gate place is going to be rocking, and I am excited for it. So I. I'm going to take the New York football Giants to cover. I can't believe it. I'm going wow. back-to-back road dogs in this one. <laughs> I can't believe it. Cooley's going to come in here and blame you. Here's, well, here's my thing. I like Philly to win. Mm. I like Philly to win. But Lane Johnson banged up. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Uh, not injured. Jalen Hurts. He is. That is a big wild card for me in this one. And then there is this element of you get that rust over rust type thing. The Giants came out of that game relatively unscathed against mm-hmm. Minnesota. And so I'm looking at this Giants team. You catch a little bit of momentum. You're catching uh, a, a quarterback that you can believe in right now. It, it appears that Isaiah Hodgins has 
emerged as their go-to receiver. I like the Giants to cover. I like Philly to win. This is the third time that they're playing this year. Three times. And the seven and a half is, is, is a lot of points, man. I'm going to New York. Uh, plus seven and a half. By gosh. I am going to go the opposite way. I'm going to take the Eagles plus seven and a half. The hook does make me a little uncomfortable. I never like that hook. Mm. Never like that hook. It's, mm. it, it's just, I, I, favorites with hooks are just, ugh. Yeah. Um, She's a fickle beast. Yeah, but the flip side of this is the Eagles have actually done pretty well this year against the spread, so I'm going to go down that road. Trust that they get it done. Trust that the Eagles have more in the trenches, even without Lane Johnson, that they can get it done. And I, I, I expect this to be a 10-point game when it's all said and done. Okay. The Giants have only played. Game. The Giants have only played four games all season that were uh, decided by more than one score. Philly, the last time they won by more than one score was December 11th at the Giants. So take that for that what you will. Uh, the show pendulum will swing back the other way. I am taking the Road Dog New York Giants plus <laughs> seven and a half. <laughs> and so Dusty might want to rethink his first couple picks after I agreed with both of them. Damn. All right. Well, then let's head Sunday uh, to Orchard Park, New York, the Buffalo up. Bills. Fade Jeff Russ Friday? Mm, Maybe the play. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo minus five and a half against Cincinnati. Look, losing three of your five starting offensive linemen, that is a massive blow, especially when you're going up against a Buffalo team that has a ton to prove here um, in the divisional round of the playoffs. They flirted with disaster, and they got away with it last week against Miami. That was the third time they played the same team. Cincinnati did the exact same thing, but at home against Baltimore. The good news is Buffalo gets to be back in that same stadium uh, tomorrow. They get the home field advantage. I think it's enough. I like Buffalo minus five and a half. (sighs) This was probably the toughest one for me, but I'm going to lean in, and I'm going to go... Is it are they are they technically road dogs? Who? Cincinnati. Yeah, of course they are. They let it go. <laughs> well, of course. Why would they not be? Technically, they're plus five and a half they're on the road. That's what I'm giving it to you. I'm setting you up. Oh, man. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, I, I. He's on to Cincinnati. He's on to Cincinnati. And here's the thing. My, you know what my reasoning is? I, it's the dumbest thing ever. And this is what what it comes down to. I'm a Joe Burrow guy. You're Joe. I, I, I just I just believe in Burrow and in Burrow magic. Okay. I, I, I literally it's the only thing I'm basing this on. Joe Shiesty. I, I look at, at these teams and I go, this is a pretty clean matchup. I don't and I, I think five and a half probably makes sense because it probably ends up being a one score game when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go ahead and dig Burrow to be on the, on the right side of it. Uh, the Bengals have won nine straight. The Bills have won eight straight. Both of them, their streaks are kind of largely against weaker teams. The Bengals missing. Se- uh, what three fifths of their of their uh, offensive line? Yes. Neither team has really been running the ball great, but Allen will can and will run it more than Burrow, and and plus I've got the Bills winning it all. So give me Buffalo minus five and a half. The final game. It will be a Fox affair. Three thirty at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, where they will not have an atmospheric river rolling through the stadium. The 49ers will be a four-point favorite going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're going to break this da- this game down right after this. So I'm just going to give my mm. pick, and I'm going to let this one breathe. I got the Niners minus four. Uh, I will I will join you in this. I don't believe in the Cowboys. It's literally that simple. Cowboys not back. Yeah. Uh, 
last week was only the third game all year that Dak Prescott didn't throw a pick. Uh, I think, I bet tomorrow he goes for two against the Niners. Two picks. Uh, 49ers won 11 straight, seven of them with Purdy. His first 300-yard game was last week against Seattle. I think he'll do it again. Give me the Niners minus four. Oh, great. Did you take Buffalo or Cincinnati? I agreed with you on all four picks. Oh, damn. So, so Jeff Ross Friday. Yeah. Well, you agreed with him on, I think, three of the four. <laughs> I, I faded him at least. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about this uh, Cowboys-Niners game. The ninth iteration of one of the great rivalries in the NFL in the postseason. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a Sports Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, to the texter who just said we gave the Niners a, his Niners kiss of death. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just don't believe that the, I don't believe that the Cowboys are back. They won last week. Is it 1994? See, <laughs> yeah. This is my thing. Everybody is sitting there and saying, oh, well, the the Cowboys, they were so impressive last week. They they beat an 8-10 team. (laughs) Are we not going to acknowledge that that team was 8-10? I mean, come on. What are we doing here? The the Seattle Seahawks were 9-9. They are a 9 and 9 team and the 49ers absolutely dismantled them last week. Well, I just went back and looked too. Dak Prescott is as likely to throw two picks oh. as he is one. Oh, really? Yes. Is that the the betting odds for that? Well, no, I mean in terms saying... of in terms of like his game log. Holy 5 Jesus. games with two picks, 5 games with one pick. Wow. Wow. That's a fact, Jack. Hey, this is I love that we have a rivalry game though in the playoffs because the Niners and the Cowboys, I grew up with that being yeah, that's what we watched on TV. the rivalry yes. of the NFL. I mean, and that was 
you know, whether you go back in the in the seventies, eighties, or nineties, I mean, our li- in our lifetime, whether it's you know the, the Montana Forty Nine ers or you, the Aikman, uh, uh, Irvin Smith triplet Cowboys, or even the next generation where you had the Terrell Owens uh, back and forth stuff, like yeah. regular season, postseason, it's been there, man. I wonder when. When the drop off is though, because like we, this is our ninth iteration of Cowboys Niners in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and last year was the first one since '94. I say it was '94, and that's the last time the Cowboys won on the road in the playoffs. And last year you had Dak running out of time um, as as they were marching down the field, and uh, Jimmy G and in the, in the Niners end up winning that game, but. There was a big gap between 2022 and 1994 that we saw. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, when is like when is that line that we where's that line that we draw of people who appreciate and uh, and remember this rivalry for I think it's our, it I think it's our age. I it, yeah. I mean close I mean a little bit younger maybe, but otherwise I think it's our age. Yeah, it's probably because Shoot, yeah. I mean, I, you got to be old 40. enough to remember. Yeah, you got to be old enough to remember yeah, the Montana years. But so you're at like 35 is probably 40. the youngest. Yeah, 35 to 42 would probably be the window. Because if you want to, if you you really want to feel old, like it was 29 years ago was 1994. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so it's not 30. <laughs> it's like 35 years. 35 years old. Mm-hmm. If you are younger than thirty five, like you don't remember seeing those those teams in this rivalry, and it it, it really is. It's one of the it best. Was heated. I mean, it was, you know, the the hype of the 49ers and the kind of that changing of the guard with with Joe Montana to Steve Young, and then that those crippling defeats that the, the that the Cowboys handed the the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Um, in 92 where you have Jimmy Johnson at the end of it saying, how about them Cowboys? The famous locker room video. And then you had a back and forth where those two teams played three straight NFC championship games in the nineties. And they were fantastic. And you had the crossover for when you had uh, the one year of Deion Sanders in San Francisco in 94. And then after that game, where does he go? He goes to to Dallas. Dallas. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ken Norton Jr. going from Dallas to, to the San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, it was... It made for some some very interesting storylines because you had very good players. And again, with Terrell Owens eventually yeah. coming full circle. Like, that rivalry for basically 25 years was kind of the peak NFC rivalry. Oh, it was, it was peak NFL yeah. rivalry. Um, it was that it was where you saw the catch in the eighties in the seventies you you had the um, back and forths what I think it was two or three NFC championship games in the seventies where or two two of them in seventy and seventy one they played in the NFC championship again against each other. This rivalry has meant kind of everything and kind of carried a, a lot of weight for the NFL because you've had these juggernauts and look. There's one right now that is head and shoulders above the other, and it is the San Francisco 49ers. It's just that the Cowboys have a such a large fan base, and it is a national fan base. that That's what's bringing this thing closer. Like last week, when they were heading at a game against Tampa, I was sitting there going, it, Dallas has the better roster. Like, what are we doing here with yeah. minus two and a half? Like, it's the allure of Tom Brady 
that, you're that hanging, kept you're that line to. close. Yeah. And you said, man, that one could be. You look down the roster, man for man, tit for tat, Dallas was the better team. Do that exact same thing. And where do you end up? San Francisco. And it's not like it's and, not like you're just kind of putting your finger on the scale. It's being slammed down. Absolutely. Abs- absolutely. Where, where, Except for the quarterback I, position. And again, I don't want to do this, but as good as Dak has been, yeah, there's a longer record of him. But there's also a longer record of him failing magnificently. <laughs> yeah, you mean like the week before last week? I mean, he has, the bed has been soiled. Yes. A lot. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to be immune to that. He's going to be perfect. But so far, he is, everyone keeps saying, how are you going to disrespect Dak? Dak disrespected himself. Yes, he did. That's what that comes down to, because Dak has not performed in big moments. That is why it has been a question for a couple years now. Whether it's been health, whether it's been turning the ball over, whether it's been poor decision making, or or not taking risks when he should, mm. all of those things have popped up. And you can say, yeah, Dak's got this bigger record. He's a Pro Bowl. He's been all this. That's fine. In the what nine weeks now with Brock Purdy, you know what he hasn't done? Paid for his mistakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dak has paid for his mistakes regularly, uh-huh. and when that happens, the narrative is going to be. Yeah, I think I trust Brock Purdy a little bit more right now. Because you, in the NFL, you know what you do? You trust a quarterback until you don't. Yeah. And I don't trust Dak Prescott. Do you? <laughs> no, I do not. I do I do not. I do not trust Dak Prescott. Not one bit. And that doesn't mean you have to necessarily trust Brock Purdy more. But even if you're like a net zero at Brock Purdy, you're negative with Dak. Yeah. Because you, you absolutely do not trust him. All right. Um, this, is, this is where I go... The, the gap that will be made up even more than that trust level is just look at look at the advantage that Brock Purdy has. <clears throat> one of the best left tackles in football. One, mm-hmm. of, one of, if not the best tight ends in football. Mm-hmm. The two most dangerous weapons in football in Debo and Christian McCaffrey. Literally, you can get, hand Tyree the ball, kills in there, toss Jefferson them the ball. There, what, they're just there. They, you can use those guys. All in, over the field. Like I, there is, some, I saw a meme that was thrown out there that said, uh, "How do you defend this?" And it was, you had an offset eye formation with Debo Samuel as the deep back, mm-hmm. Kyle Uzcheck at fullback, mm-hmm. George Kittle was the tight end on the left. In the slot on the right was Christian McCaffrey, and then you and had Brandon Ayuk yeah. on the outside on the right. And that is something that. It, it just looking at that formation, it gives you nightmares because what you can do with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey in the receiving game, hell, you know what this game screams of? This game screams of the game that you see Kyle Juszczyk on the wheel route mm-hmm. in, on a on a massive third down that everybody's like, how is he that open and why are they throwing to the fullback? He is dangerous in that yes. in that regard. He can kill you like that. That and this is where it's eye discipline. You have so much candy in that backfield. Mm-hmm. You have linebackers and defensive linemen that say, I want I, I want that candy. It's going every which way. And Kyle Shanahan, all he needs is a distributor. And right now, Brock Purdy is such a magnificent distributor mm-hmm. of it. Is he erratic? Absolutely. The one thing that terrifies me in this game is all of those throws that you go, 
Kevin Dallas, Mel- that's the thing. Dallas he hasn't been punished for it, and that's the thing. Dallas is, can make you pay, and I still I still trust him more than I do Dak because the Dak's record of making that mistake over and over is there. Yeah. Uh, and on that, uh, uh, NFL Live Orlovsky did a great job of breaking down like I want to say it was like six different sets of their their uh, twenty one personnel, their thirteen personnel, and how they move Juice Check, Kittle, IU, uh, 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 McCaffrey, and um, uh, Debo all around the field. Times where Kittle's in the backfield and Juszczyk is in a tight end spot. Debo's in the backfield. McCaffrey's split out. Sometimes you've got uh, a full house where they've run uh, Juszczyk and Kittle in the backfield with McCaffrey split out and, and Debo in the backfield. Like the stuff that they do, yeah, you see who what guys are on the field. And so you're, you're, you're setting up your defensive packages off that. But it doesn't necessarily mean. That you're going to be in the right spots yeah. because your your linebackers keying on the running back in coverage and not your cornerbacks. So and now all of a sudden you've got your Mike on Debo Samuel coming out of the backfield, what? and you've got your safety on Christian McCaffrey, and you're going, oh crap! You can just as easily line up in twenty one and then shift out into ten and be hosed. Twenty one being two backs, one tight end, and then ten one back. No tight ends. Mm-hmm. You just shift them all out, and, and now you're in an empty set, and you're going, "Why do we have three linebackers on the field?" Well, well you you also have <laughs> six man protection with use check, though. Mm-hmm. If you keep him in in the backfield, you have you have use check back there who can sit there and pick up pass pro. So go ahead and bring an extra. Mm-hmm. It won't do you any good. That is the hardest part about this 49ers team. The most multiple team I've ever seen. Oh, by the way, they have the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah. We haven't even talked about what they've. So since, I want to say since week nine, because week eight is when they got McCaffrey, they have the number one scoring offense and the number one scoring defense. Is that good? Pretty damn good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And we keep talking ourselves into like all these other teams, and it's like sometimes you are who you say you are. Yeah. And the Niners and Brock Purdy have been this. It, this is not an insurmountable, impossible task for the Cowboys, but the likelihood is very significantly on the 49ers winning. Uh, this text, 503-250-1080. Why, everyone talks about the Cowboys being chokers, and they're true, but why don't we consider the 49ers the same? Yes, they have a talented roster, so does Dallas, but when, when's the last time they won the Super Bowl? Um, I mean, they've been twice. Played two. Uh, the Cowboys, and, have they won a road game in 20 years? No. No. Oh, okay. But uh, the, you had the lights go off in the horrible, and they've, been able to do it with multiple coaches too. Multiple coaches, mul- incredible. Multiple quarterbacks and, and, not, and injuries, and not having the quarterback yes. too. This is the thing with Dallas. In San Francisco, has been very, very public with the fact that they have not had the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Even when they had Colin Kaepernick, they had a guy that was. Do they trust Colin Kaepernick? Okay. Now you had, went to Jimmy G, and he cost them in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that throw was. They did everything they needed to win that game, except for Jimmy G could not make that throw. Yep, they are still in that that spot. Meanwhile, Dallas has paid Dak Prescott like they've got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones has told everybody they've got the quarterback. They paid their wide receiver. They've paid their running back. Well, they've... and they have done it at the detriment of the rest of the roster, mm-hmm. where they went from having one of the best offensive lines in all of football. Which, by the way, that's how the '90s uh, Dallas Cowboys were made. And the Dallas Cowboys, they were great in the early '90s. The last time they were great. Because they built that team before they had a salary cap. Mm. <laughs> Weird how that worked. 
and they built a damn good team, and they were really well coached, and they had a quarterback that could get it done, but they had every weapon that you could imagine. And that is what San Francisco is at right now. And I'll say this to that texter's point, is that if they can't get over the top this year, you sit there and you start to question it. But at the same time, there's always, they did it with the last pick in the draft, their third string quarterback. They didn't even do it with the guy who they started the season with or the guy that got them to a Super Bowl the last time, who was the backup. They did it with their third string quarterback in making it to the divisional round, at least of the playoffs. The rookie and having last one of the pick best of the offenses, draft. And having one of the best offenses um, in in football. Let's go ahead. And let's. Who was it that came in the beginning of the year when Dak went down to the Cowboys? Uh, oh, oh, Cooper Rush. Yes. Yeah, he's been around for a little bit. Yeah, but remember, well, maybe Cooper's really that guy. Maybe that's maybe there is a quarterback yeah. controversy yeah. here. Like that tells you everything you need to know about the Cowboys. Yeah. Like they're that they're that unstable. Yep. Meanwhile, the 49ers are so built up that they're like, well, I guess we'll go with this yeah. and be functionally fine. <laughs> be functionally fine. <laughs> like that's 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 the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the difference between the two organizations. It totally is. 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. This is Danny and Dusty. Right now is Rust, and he's got Sports Center. Go get him, Rust. Woo! Dak Bud. disrespected himself. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Alien A Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. 503-250-1080. I'd love to get your uh, divisional round thoughts on Fan Tech Sign. Send them our way. Whoop, whoop. Uh, people don't want us to forget Charles Haley, too, double ring up. Yeah, that was a weird Ooh, one. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Charles Haley, dominant uh, defensive lineman for the Niners. They just let him walk. That's, that's, yeah. In prime. Why? But the way. Uh, that 94 49ers team, though, they ended up saying, okay, if you want to go free agent route, we, we can we can bring guys in, too. That was the year they went and they got uh, Ken Norton Jr. From, from the Cowboys. They got Gary Plummer from the San Diego Chargers. And they went and they got Dion. Dion from Atlanta. <laughs> Like, that team was loaded. Okay, this is your starting defense for that 49ers team, right? Mike Walters was a linebacker for him, too. Dana Stubblefield was in there. Merton Hanks. They were nasty. Dennis Brown, Bryant Young, Dana Stubblefield, yeah. Ricky Jackson. Yeah. Then Lee Woodall, Gary Plummer, Ken Norton Jr. This is your secondary. Eric Davis, Deion Sanders, Tim McDonald, Merton Hanks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good God. Pretty good. Pretty good. And their offense had Jerry Rice, uh, Ricky Waters, Ricky Steve, Waters Young, Steve Young, Brent, Brent Jones. Jones was the tight end. And then they had, uh, was J.J. Stokes a rookie on that team? Uh, I think that's 95. Maybe later. Um, yeah, they were really, really sync good. I went down, uh, I got to go to their training camp Ooh. that year. And uh, because... My dad and his best friend, Steve Stanich of Stanich's, um, at the time, mm. they we went uh, we went down there because they both my dad and Stanich were coaches, and Stanich had known one of the assistants. And my dad actually played for George Seifert. He was a he was an Oregon assistant back in the day. No kidding. Yeah, 
Yeah, they had, on that staff they had uh, Seifert, John Robinson, John Marshall, uh, and then Norv Turner played on that team, <laughs> backed up Dan Fouts, and uh, obviously Madrashad was on that team too. Like they, the just the minds that they had on the staffs down there were pretty incredible. We got to go down and uh, watch training camp there, and just that you hear about teams that say like there's a buzz, the buzz around that team was just incredible to be clear like that, it was nuts. that team had 10 pro bowlers yeah like they were ten. and they were like we're not done yet we're not done yet and that 49ers team like then they ended up like two weeks later getting Dion. <laughs> but that uh, team was just savage 49ers had 10 pro bowlers cowboys had 11 yeah, twenty one Pro Bowl players. These have been like these, and that's that's this that's, rivalry. That's insane. That's what you want this rivalry to be. And I, well, I think a big part of this is, and you mentioned it, like obviously pre salary cap. There's more teams in the league now. Teams are deeper now. I don't think you're ever going to see super teams like this anymore. No, Not like this. I mean, you get close though. You get you get super sides of the ball. Last year's uh, Rams team is pretty damn close. Where you had Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. I mean, you have, but that is our era of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, that team had seven or eight Pro Bowlers, all Pro type players. Yeah. I mean, that's. But that's you crazy also to you also about. had to squint at some of it too. Like you had to squint a little bit on on Odell. Yeah, Stafford I mean, is good. As not, you get down there, all yeah. of them are going to be like that. But but I mean those those two teams, those ninety four teams for Dallas and and San Francisco. Yeah. I mean you're almost every single one of those guys you're talking about in prime. Yeah, whoosh. That's that's the incredible thing is just how many guys were in their prime. Like I mean, you're talking about the triplets: Aikman's twenty eight, uh, Smith's twenty five, Irvin's twenty eight. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That just doesn't happen anymore. Um. All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Also, that was rookie Larry Allen. Uh, This text says, I'll believe the Niners are an unstoppable juggernaut when I see it. I remember last year's Chiefs were uh, unbeatable, but the lowly Bengals beat them. Uh, The lowly Bengals were pretty good. I say the lowly Bengals, didn't they finish that year with 12 wins? Yeah. They were really good. They they took the Rams to the brink in the Super Bowl, too. A really good team. They were a really good team. They were. They were. Um, but this Niners team is, like, you look at it. One thing that the Chiefs were not is, you said, number one offense and defense? hmm That's the thing is, like, they're holding teams to, uh, in the regular season from week nine on. I'm trying to remember this correctly. I want to say that they held teams to 13 and a half points. Yikes. Yeah. In the mo- and in the modern age of offense, they were holding teams under two touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> jeez Louise, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, um, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting one because it really will. Which quarterback's gonna make the critical mistake? Doesn't that what feel like what this one's coming down to? Is gonna be Brock Purdy who finally pays for his sins of past, where uh, his first three throws against the Seahawks, boy, they were white knuckle. <laughs> And then he reeled it in. Dak, really up to this point until last week, he was fantastic last week. And let's not forget how fantastic he was last week against a uh, against a Bucks team that isn't very good. If we call it what it is, you know the Seahawks though. 
Um, we need to remember both of those things before you make the sweeping judgments one way or the other. I have more faith in in San Francisco. I have more faith in the coach. I have more faith in the players. Up and down the board. Except for the quarterback. Except for the quarterback. Except for the quarterback. And even then, the it's not that I have more faith in the other quarterback. It's that I have less faith in the other quarterback. True. And so, just so everybody knows just kind of where the, the 49ers have, set, or, or have been sitting, this is who they, how they close out the season. This is how many points their, their defense gave up, right? 16 to the Chargers, 10 to the Cardinals, blank the Saints, 17 to the Dolphins, 7 to the Bucks, 13 to the Seahawks, 20 to the Commanders. The one weird one here is the Raiders, 34, Cardinals, 13. Huh. I mean, they beat the crap out of teams down the stretch. They sure are. The really only like competitive game was the Raiders game. Every yep. other game was a absolute housing. Yep. All right. All right, uh, we get you set for divisional round of the NFL weekend. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. This is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, so we got a quartet of uh, divisional round games. I'm pumped for it. We talked a lot about it today. Uh, if you missed any of our show, go check it out on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. That be at 1080thefan.com. We're right there in your handy Odyssey app. In your hand. On your phone. Which I hear is, uh, I hear the Odyssey app is working better. I like the little nature of it. it makes my hand feel so large. Jeff. Hmm. Was that necessary? Always. Keep yeah, it going, you're right. Jeff. That was necessary. Keep it going. Go ahead. Yeah, you keep playing those. <laughs> go ahead, Tiggy. Just go go right ahead. P1 Rufio's out there just having, having a hoot over It was a lot of this. muffled into the pillow. Uh-oh. Mm. Mm. Doesn't like it now, does he? Uh, <laughs> womp womp. Let's go. You had one today. No? Dak disrespected himself. No, I'm talking about you, Mr. Jeffrey Rust. You've had one recently. Oh, what was that? Oh, weird. Guy guy will cut everybody else's drops. Yeah. All right, it's time for me to go and start. Uh... Weird how that one didn't appear, huh? I yeah. know not of what you speak. <laughs> uh, it, uh, if you, it, By the way, Les Schwab Tires podcast, if you missed the beginning of the show, we had a riveting conversation about Nicolas Cage and Keanu Reeves. I enjoyed that conversation quite thoroughly. And I've come to the conclusion that uh, the John Wick trilogy is the best trilogy there is. Boy, how's that tweet uh, aging? Getting a lot of impressions off of that one? That's a take. There's not a lot of great trilogies out there, though. There's really not. Usually the second one sucks of whatever it is. Then it can be redeemed with a third. Okay, but uh, so... Well, and so many of the former ones are no longer trilogies anymore either. And and Wick Wick is going into a fourth year soon. Yes, Although I would like to pretend that the fourth Indiana Jones movie did not happen. No, they're, they're bringing another Indiana Jones. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Was, was, what was the fourth one? That was, that was one where Shia LaBeouf ruined it. Oh, okay. So Connery was number because three. Because a lot of them go way beyond. So do you not... Do we just call no counties on the first three, though? Because yeah. if you want to just stop at the first three... Because like Godfather, one and two, great. Three, yeah. It's suck. like pretending Caddyshack give, 2 or Fletch yeah. Lives didn't happen. We just, we just pretend that they did not happen. Sending Fletch to New Orleans was just a stupid move. But I heard the new John Hamm Fletch is 
good. I like well, John Hamm and I like Fletch. So and I that just came out of nowhere, out, right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden we saw, oh, it's like, oh look, now there's a new Fletch movie. Just, you know who's not six nine with the afro? John Hamm. John Hamm. John Hamm is not six nine with the afro. No, no. no he uh, carries his girth further down south. The afro, afro down? No, different kind of. Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings. How about how about Lord of the Rings trilogy? It's up there. Uh, Phil Beckner, uh, NBA trainer. Yeah, Dame's uh, trainer. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he says he wants to unfollow me over it. I think that that's fair. <clears throat> what about the Matrix? Uh, he he listed the Chris Nolan Batman's. Matrix is no longer a trilogy. There's four. Oh yeah. All right, but what if we can just again? Can we, we count just the take original the trilogy. Yeah. Can we get? Can we take just the first three? Here's what's going to happen: John Wick's going to blow everybody's mind, and the fourth one's going to kick ass, and it's yeah. going to be like the one true like four parter that we're like, oh, and I think that's why they're going for four. Okay, look, man, John Wick three they worked Halle Berry and and attack dogs into. That's what I'm talking about. I'll seamlessly, Halle Berry is great. Halle Berry has not aged. No. no. What is she doing? Drugs. The good ones. Just mm-hmm. like Cindy Crawford. She used yes. that melon that I see. That bothers me to no end when I turn on my TV after watching a Blazer game and it's on like 1235 because mm-hmm. Root Plus only shows Blazer games because they get they, they'll show a crack and rerun instead of a live Blazer mm-hmm. game on normal Root. But at 1253, I turn on my TV the next day and I got uh, Cindy Crawford with some doctor in France hawking melon anti-aging lotion on my TV, which is kind of intriguing to me. I don't like that. It's going to eventually... It's not going to be me. It's going to be my wife that turns that on. And guess what? I got this French melon lotion showing up at my house. Cindy Crawford, another one that really hasn't aged. I know. Yeah, I mean, That's wow. why I'm intrigued by also, it. Also, Jennifer Aniston. I'm, I'm nearly certain those three women have gotten together and sacrificed some small animal or uh, a smaller than average child. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Some sort of deal there? with the devil. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of deals with the devil, uh, somehow the 1080 the fan account just tweeted out that there's a thief in their midst. We do have a thief, mm, in, and thief the, in our midst. And they, yes. they linked the video. Yeah, I think they're going to get to it at uh, prime time. Mm. There is going to be a whodunit dun, dun, dun. at 1080 the fan. And uh, if you like uh, only murders in the building, wait till you get to only thieves at Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Woof. All right, we'll find out. Uh, is Crazy Eyes McGinley going to be on on the radio today? I, I hope so. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Uh, uh, oh, Detective McGinley? Hey, y'all have a great... <laughs> a great... Uh, oh, oh, wow. I see, some, I see somebody looking at their oh, phone. Oh, no. All right. We, we, we'll get to this. Stay tuned. Up on primetime. I'm watching the video right now, and this is not good. It is damning evidence. It, wow. it, it is damning evidence, and I'm looking at wow. the person who it is, and he is currently looking at his wow. phone. Wow. All right, so we'll be back Monday from noon to 3. Oh, it's been Danny Dusty. Wow. Mm, bye. Tough look. Uncle Uncle burning crap. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.